podcast babies. I'm Jesse Oliver. I'm Maureen Smith. And I'm Makita Loney, and we're Fat Out of Hell. A bi-weekly podcast where we burn down fat stigma through conversations about our experiences as bad, rad fatties. So take out your extenders and buckle up, because it's time to go! What up, podcast babies? This is Jesse here to usher you into another episode of fat out of hell <laughs> um <laughs> we we've been dealing with technical stuff and all are a little loopy but hey <laughs> here we are um so today we're gonna talk about something i have coined i don't know you know i, I have coined it digital decapitation because I feel like that is uh, severe enough for what is actually happening with this. Because, you know, you'll read articles about, like, headless photos of fat people. And I'm like, let's call it what it is. It's literally cutting off a person's head so that you can dehumanize them. Digital decapitation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, uh, some posts have blown up about... These two women who were photographed wearing, like, 80s and 90s fashion. And the photos that were posted all didn't show their head so that people felt justified in making fun of them Mm -hmm. for their fat bodies wearing these outfits because they were older. Uh, And it just made me think of, like, every news story ever. It made me think about, like, you know, you don't have to get people to sign waivers if you don't show their faces. So you can talk about how terrible their bodies are. It is an act of dehumanization. It is an act that it is, like, truly digital decapitation. Well, right? and it, is, it is such a consent loophole. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like, the fact, like, oh, well, if we don't show their faces... They don't even have to know that we took their picture. Right. Or if we don't show their faces, how will we know it's them we're making fun of? Right? Like, like somehow, it's okay to say shitty, terrible things about people generally in a ubiquitous way. But the moment you have to, like, assign an actual personhood to that individual... It's like, oh, oh, it's, and I think this happens all the time, right? Like, this happens all the time. And, you know, I'll be honest, in my youth, I have probably been guilty of taking a photo and being like, I, I, well, I'm thinking of a very specific incident in Colorado. When I moved to Colorado, I was 25, so, Mm -hmm. you know, many years ago. And there was this man in this weird fur coat in a grocery store in Colorado that I just, it was like watching a Yeti. It was like watching a Yeti, period. (laughs) And I totally took a photo and totally posted about it, right? And now, 15 years later, I, I recognize like what a shitty thing that is to do. But I also feel like that person was not a fat person, right? Like, this was just a random man wearing a coat that there was no way not to look at. Yeah. It was, you know, uh, it it was a statement piece. Uh, And I stated that it was a statement piece. 
But these were people, you know, it happens all the time with fat bodies just living their lives, right? Like you become B-roll for um, any health report on a news story, right? Anytime there's something about health, all of a sudden you see headless fat bodies walking around. Yeah. Right? Even if it's like smoking kills. Why you needed headless fat bodies to tell me that, I don't know. But that is the new story I just saw. Uh, but so the point was made about how terrible the internet was being to these people. And this um, person on Twitter pointed that out. And then she came back and said, the response I keep getting is, well, they look racist. Yeah. Uh, a, a headless photo of two fat middle-aged women wearing clothes from the 80s and 90s their response was well they look racist and i i think that's oh god it comes in turn from like that like you know like stereotype that like you know like when i don't even know how to explain it because it just makes me so mad like you know it's the same thing as like everybody like you know getting on trump for being fat and racist and like, they kind of just, because the fat is bad, they, like, kind of lump it in. Well, racism is bad, too. And people from the Midwest look as, like, you know, like, right. it's mental it's, image. Yeah. Right. And it's, like, you know, so I made a post that kind of blew up a little bit about, like, A, we're actually living in an era where racists are everywhere. Right? Oh, like, yeah. we, even, we even have, like, a full name for them. We call them a Karen. Right? Like, and... Every incident, major incident that has been reported about white women doing racist ass shit, it's not fat women, right? Like it recently, uh. like it's that woman in the Trader Joe's who's screaming at people. It's the, it's Amy Cooper. It's like, these are not fat women. So why do we automatically assign like other it, what what in our society has led us to associative things that fat equals all different kinds of bad? Do you know what I mean? Like, like if you're fat, you must be there, right? Like, and it was, it was enraging is what it was. Because I looked at that and I'm like, you know how many fat activists I know who are at protests right now you know how many yeah. fat activists i know who are like doing anti-racism work who are actively trying to unpack things who are actively trying to give space to people like why do we think it is okay to just say fat people are bad and we do that under the guise of removing their heads so you don't see them as people Right? You don't see the humanity in their eyes. You don't see their smiles. You don't see them enjoying their lives. Mm -hmm. You just make assumptions literally from the neck down. Well, and like the other piece of it is like looking at that photo, which by the way, if you're looking to look at that photo for reference, it is on Jesse's Instagram feed, not that far down. Um, and it's looking at that photo, like those people are like small to mid fat. 
And the fact that their like size 18 frame <laughs> is being scrutinized to the tune of a a hundred thousand is yeah. shocking. Yeah. yeah. And like as people kept pointing out, they're wearing outfits that you would see anywhere right now, right? Like Oh, that, yeah. Like, return to the you. I think you two are too young to remember a Spiegel catalog, but like, I was like, this is Spiegel Spiegel catalog fashion chic. Like, where I, the look on Maureen's face right now is priceless. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, what is she talking about? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, uh-huh, Forty year olds sure. don't understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but it's it is no different than people who are buying thrifted clothes Mm -hmm. from that era. It's just, we're allowing it on thin bodies and we're not allowing it onto fat bodies. And not not only are we not allowing it, we're making fun of them. And, you know, uh, I did, I did do some research and found the original photo, like with their faces and they're older women. And like, honestly, I bet you they've owned those clothes since that, time and i bet you you know you have to remember and i say this is the oldest amongst us fashion has changed so greatly in the last 10 years for fat people like so greatly in the last five years but like the last 10 years the last five years i am lucky that i am old enough to remember what it was like without any options but old enough to but young enough to like sort of be plugged in enough to a digital world to understand what has changed and evolved and where to buy things like people who are in their late 50s early 60s mid 60s which those women clearly looked like they might be in that age group they don't know so they're just wearing the clothes they've always worn and that is 1000 percent great you know like well, why, also, why they're, like, we... comfortable walking clothes. Yes! And they were clearly, like, walking around somewhere. Right! Like, those are shorts that, that are not gonna chafe. Those mm. are shirts that are breathable. Yes. They have big pockets, the pants. Not the shirts, the pants. <laughs> they have big pockets. I mean, I would love a shirt with big pockets. Oh, I would, like a oh, kangaroo pouch. I love a shirt with a big pocket. <laughs> Give me a nice marsupial yeah. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No, but like, that is like the uniform for walking around a theme park. And like, I don't know. And I, just the... If I can't even imagine the level of scrutiny that like a super fat or infinifat individual would be facing if they wore that same outfit, right? It would have been absolutely fucking out of this world viral or on the news for a health piece about smoking, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Or about the dangers or something of entirely ha- unrelated. <laughs> the dangers uh, of ham. <laughs> yeah, God. I. It just made me. It it made me so mad. It made me mad for them. It made me mad for their families. It made me mad for like people 
who are walking through the world in a fat body in various levels of confidence, you know, like we are three people who have unpacked a lot of our internal biases about our bodies, right? And have moved mm-hmm. towards like a more confident, loving, self-loving life for ourselves. Right. I think of, I mean, I think of the women who I know who are older than me, who I talk to because they see me as like, kind of like this, like beacon of hope for them as they unpack this, like, it's just shitty. It's just shitty. And I just want people to recognize how shitty it is. And like I said, I own that I had done it in the past, right? When I was younger. And I own that. Um, there are so many things I think, you know, one of the things we're walking through the world figuring out is how to take ownership of the things you've done in the past that maybe aren't great Mm -hmm. and like unpack them, work through them and not run away from them and not get defensive about them. Right. right? So one of the things that that made me do is be like, yeah, I've done variations of this that, that are shitty to people. Right. Like, so I should look at that in things I've done. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, it's important that like, you know, because up until this point, I mean, we're all, you know, we range from late 20s to 40 on this podcast. (laughs) And it's, you know, we all have had full lives where, you know, that had varying degrees of unpackedness varying degrees of (laughs) problematicness you know like we all were kicking around in the early 2000s when it was the wild west of people giving a shit about and other people and like we've all done things and said things that we regret and the as jesse has said like it's just important that when things like something that i've taken to doing is like going through my like Facebook memories and like looking back at the fucked up shit that I said when I was 18 that I put on the internet. What the hell was I thinking? And I like look at them and I, (laughs) I look at them and I just go, you had no idea what you were talking about. You had no idea what it meant to be a person living in the world. So like, (laughs) like I'm so glad that I'm doing better now. Right. Uh, it's just we're constantly learning and evolving right or at least we should we should be constantly learning and evolving and that is the mark of a life well lived in my opinion is like uh, listening and understanding and growing deeper in your commitment and compassion towards other people and also growing deeper in your commitment and compassion to yourself while holding yourself accountable, right? Yeah. So, like, there, there is that. I just think that in the world, we're in this weird place where, like, so many things we're getting so much better about saying outrightly, that is unacceptable. Here are the reasons it's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. 
it seems to me like fat bodies are still the thing that people just can't understand why it's unacceptable to make fun of them. And it's exhausting. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to diminish. There is so much happening in the world right now, right? Like, I'm not trying to diminish racism. I'm not trying to diminish transphobia. I'm not trying to diminish any of those things. Yeah, I don't don't think that, like, calling attention to another, you know, situation is detracting space from it. Because this is something, you know, I feel like that's a conversation that people have been having. Well, it's like, well, we're focusing on this right now. It's like, well, I think, you know, to work towards a more intersectional future, we can still have space for more than just, you know, the big things that are happening right now, if that makes any sense. It totally makes sense, right? Because, like, let's, we also know, we know that fat phobia is rooted in racism. Oh, yeah. So why would we have one conversation and not include the other into it, right? right? Like, you're not actually unpacking your racism if you're not also unpacking your fat phobia. Right. And, yeah, yeah no, like, I, and I don't know, I, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that, like, because of how deeply ingrained is and i mean this is kind of the conversation that we have about like you know kind of everything like because of how deeply ingrained it is into everything it's always going to be harder and i think because of like i don't know part of me wants to say that there's like some scientificness to it that a lot of people just don't understand like i'm gonna try to unpack this live (laughs) and i think the only way that i can explain it is like for example when i try to talk to my mom about this stuff um and you know i tell her i try to tell her about like you know the books that i've been reading that tell you that you know the more that you starve yourself the more that your body naturally just your weight set gets bigger because your body doesn't want to starve anymore, so it's going to hold on to more as you feed yourself. You know? Like, little things like that that, like... I don't know. I don't know if what I'm trying to explain is coming out correctly. Like, there's so much more to the science of it also. Well, the science... Yes. The science is also, like, changing constantly because historically the science has been funded by diet companies exactly. to get an outcome they wanted. Right. So, like, I, I think, yeah. I also, I mean, totally related to what we're talking about, I have had so many conversations with people, and I know uh, our, our friend, uh, our, our mermaid queen, Jude, uh, has also spoken about this, that, we can point out someone is a fucking racist piece of trash without being fat phobic. Right. Like we are left and right. I'm, I'm like, I pointed out, I, I said to someone on Twitter, well, you know, you can point out that that person is racist and they are undoubtedly and unarguably racist without fat shaming them. And the response was run away little piglet before I slaughter you, uh, <laughs> essentially. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> run away, little piglet, run away. And, like, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, like, I don't know how much clearer we have to be that if you actually, like, 
to me that's not about it's i just i just it well it was it the whole thing is astonishing right like that we just can't seem to figure out how to be decent ass people <laughs> right i think it's um, interesting that like here they are like and i'm assuming was this person like speaking out against racism yes like how here we are speaking out against one thing and being like yeah fuck racism i mean absolutely yeah fucking sure oh yeah by the way you that's also speaking for racism run away you're fucking fat and you're stupid the fuck dog and then she started <laughs> like she came onto my like fo- my profile photo oh no and was like making fun of my body on my profile photo on twitter and I was just like, what the fuck? And which is why it's currently like a cartoon version of me, because I was like, why are people the goddamn worst? We can say someone is racist and it's not apologizing for their racism, right? We are actually calling out the thing we have a problem with without hey, referring hey. to them as fat. Like your body like, has no fucking stand, like n- has nothing to do with your moral character. At all. Correct. Which gets us back to this idea of the digital decapitation photo of those two women that was going yeah. around. That the, the reason people felt so entitled and so justified in making fun of them was because they thought, well, they must be racist. These were women. There's no way for anyone to know if they're racist, right? Like, these were just, it was just a photo of these women walking with no other context just and i it is it is sheer and utter fuckery (laughs) like i don't even know how to talk about it right like i mean because it's like how do you it gets into these really sticky conversations of like oh trust me i want i want I want constantly to be doing anti-racism work, right? That is something I am committed to in my personal life. And without, I don't, it's something we don't, yeah. But like, why are we, why do we negate people's work by their bodies? I just don't, I just don't get it. I'm now talking in circles. Sorry, y'all. Well, just, it's... <laughs> no, because, like, I had... I was having a conversation with... Um, I was having a conversation with my grandma about um, the protests that were going on when they were, like, really in full swing in Chicago. And it was really interesting because... Typically when I talk to my grandma about like my my grandma historically has been not great about body stuff cuz she's an old lady. <laughs> Which maybe that's me being an unfa- maybe that's me being unfair but that's just my experience with my grandma. Well, but- it's also I think that's the way you compartmentalize loving that person and that person not being great about your body. Right? right? Like yes. like to to give you some context on the day of my, I, maybe I've told the story, but on the day of my dad's funeral, there was candy in the kitchen and I was eating this candy at like 10 a.m. Because fuck it. 
And because it was the day of your dad's, dad's funeral. funeral. Exactly. <laughs> so I was eating this candy and my grandma was like, are you sure that you should be eating that? And I looked at her and I was and I was like, yeah, my dad's funerals today. So I'm going to go with calories don't count. And she was like, okay. <laughs> I think she realized that what she, I think she like caught herself in that, but whatever. Um, Your grandma made me do 20, uh, 20, uh, 20 squats the day after Thanksgiving. My grandma made you do 20 squats? <laughs> do you not remember that? No. Whoa. Really? <laughs> God damn it. It's okay. I mean, it was hilarious. Like, it wasn't, but it was also funny. It was because it was like, <laughs> it was when I had just started, like, my personal training, too. So it was like, I, I was like, yeah, I can, I, yeah, you want me to do 20 squats? I'll fucking do it. Like, let's go. Like, <laughs> and I, I remember because you would just walk downstairs when I had just finished. I remember this now. She was like, yeah, you know, like, it's always good in the morning to get a little bit of movement. Do you do any movement? She was like, yeah, you know, I, I uh, my so-and-so does, like, squats or whatever. And she was like, can you do those? And I was like, yeah, I can do those. And she was like, oh, do some. And I was like, okay. And I just... I more or less did it to see how much I could do, and also just to be like, yeah. Oh, so I got she this. so she didn't tell you do twenty squats. <laughs> it was like a weird kind of like incentive to get me to do them. Yeah, I like, like, but I just had this image of like Maureen's grandma as like Inspector Gadget petting a cat, being like, "Do twenty squats now." <laughs> no, my and grandma's go. No, my grandma's like this frail, old, loud anyway so anyway historic yeah she's she's lovely but just has trash takes on body politics um but i was (laughs) i was talking to her about these protests um because basically she called my mom to express concern about my safety because she was seeing stuff on the news about how rowdy protests were getting and so my mom was like can you call grandma black and tell her that you're safe and i was like yes and so i called her and was like, hi, I'm safe. And she was like, oh, these protesters. And I was like, let me tell you what's really going on with these protests. Right. And right. I gave her, like, a very thorough rundown with, like, and I was just telling her, like, you know, a lot of the a lot of the violence is actually coming from white supremacists. And I know that because, like, there have been explosions in the evening in my neighborhood that the alderman has come out and said that we're um, set off by proud boys and like so i like experience peaceful protesting and agitators and she was like wow i never knew that thank you so much for telling me and i have never in my life had a conversation about my or anyone else's body where she has said wow i know something new now thank you for telling me (laughs) but she's open to it with 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 race and so there is that that it really genuinely is that final (laughs) non-negotiable piece of like i think that people are starting to be open about race i think that people are starting to be open about trans rights i think people are starting to be open about wage inequality and like wealth disparity but the fat people is just they can't fucking do it i really think it's because there's never been a time in 
people's lives where they haven't associated that with moral component, willpower component, and without a deep rooted internalized capitalism. Right? Like internalized capitalism to externalized fat freedom. That somehow you're just not working hard. Somehow, right? Like there's this like idea, like even think about things like um, spending your calories, cheat days, all of that is rooted in capitalist language that like if you are fully in that capitalist, in that capitalist structure, you've been sold every day of your life diet culture and beauty culture, and beauty standards, and diet standards. And until you have to, for your mental health and being, extract yourself, or until you choose to unpack that, you're going to be in it the rest of your life. Yeah. No, because I've had that, I've had that conversation with my mom of like, how, like, just like, I don't understand why she's open about everything else. She votes Democrat like she does every like everything else she works at and tries. But this is the one thing. And she's like, oh, because she's been insecure about her weight her entire life. Like and, you know, and 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 the kind of cruel joke is that like now she's tiny, but it's because she's old and sick and she's like she's starting to get like a little addled. And so now she doesn't realize that she's so small and she like obsesses. Like I went, I went to her house a couple months ago and I cooked for her and I cooked her this like great meal. It was like salmon and potatoes and green beans. And like, it was really, really, really good. And like, quote unquote, healthy And she was watching me cook and she was like, Morgan, you're a very good cook. And I was like, thank you so much. And she was like, I don't understand why you put salt in it, though. And I was like, because it's good. A little bit. Sorry. Because that's how you season food? Yeah. Because otherwise it would just taste like earth. What are you talking about? Of course I'm putting salt. And she was like, yeah, but it's just so bad for your heart. And I'm like, my heart? Your body's still needs sodium your body needs sodium yeah i was like my heart because my heart's fine is (laughs) like are you taking a fucking thing of morton salt and fucking snorting it like three times a day like that's probably not good for your nasal cavity but the last time i had like a full panel of blood work done the doctor came back and was like this is weird but um do you know you have low sodium? I go, oh yeah, every woman in my family has sodium. Like we all have to eat salt in a way that's like actually ridiculous. And I hate because I'm like, I don't like things overly salty, Yeah. but I need more salt than the average person. So like sometimes I'll just like sneak a little bit of salt in like, like water to make like an electrolyte type thing because we are so sodium deficient. Yeah. And it's like, all of the women in the family that's so wild but like i i'm always like where did salt become the enemy right like yeah. i don't i don't like 
yeah. Things are yeah. just like, damn, son. And I, I don't know. You know, I already started talking. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It's just Do like, it. <laughs> you know, white people literally kill killed people for fucking spices and salt for centuries. Ah! And then y'all fucking turn around and be like, no, fuck salt, fuck seasoning, fuck flavor. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, come on, y'all. Really? But also, like, what a fascinating point of, like, colonizing into capitalism, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should be the one choosing if I want salt or not, fam. (laughs) God. I want that, like, I want that whole moment, like, tattooed on my body. <laughs> oh my god. Like there's me like snapping into my microphone. Like yes, yes, yes. Oh my yes. god. <laughs> it's just one of the most uh, frustrating things ever. But yeah. hey, you know what? Do you? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I feel like can we end it there because that's like yeah. kind of the perfect place for us to be like this is what we're talking about. Yes. yes. No, I feel uh, great. Yes. All right. Well, well, what, final thoughts? Any final thoughts? <laughs> um, Salt is good. That is yeah. my final thought. Yeah. Um, my, my final thought is um, not everyone is in the same place with their bodies as you are. And so if you see someone out in the world wearing something that is conventionally, quote unquote, non-flattering... Leave them alone. Leave them the fuck alone. To God. Also, stop cutting people's heads off in photos. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just stop saying, like, negative shit about people that you don't even know, like, that isn't being toxic to you in any sort of way at all. Like, it do- that shit isn't pretty. It's not cute. If anything, Mm-mm. you look like an ugly asshole, and I never want to, like, fucking associate myself with you. And yes, people do keep tabs. So if you think that's, oh, it's not me... Like, oh, but I say this one off-color thing. Trust me, people are watching and people are taking notes. Don't be a fucking dick. Yeah. Because nobody will come to save you. No. Just saying. That was a little bit more intense than I wanted it to come out, but I'm tired, so. <laughs> yeah. I, Kira, I feel like we have leashed something today. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. Well, all thank right. you all. Bye, podcast babies. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us on all the social media places as Fat Out of Hell Pod and all the podcast places as Fat Out of Hell. And you can shoot us an email at fatoutofhellpod at gmail.com. Bye, babies.